Katie, why don't you tell our listeners why you're hungover? Because as far as I know, you were at a three-year-old's birthday party, and somehow today you're you're still hungover. Um, I wasn't at a three-year-old's birthday party. I was at my best friend's birthday, and I consumed a lot of wine, and I'm, I'm feeling it a little bit today. And not to mention, getting scratched in the eye hasn't helped. It's just totally thrown my equilibrium off. Nothing's really working out today. Like, also, our Katie's microphone broke. Ryan, Ryan broke my microphone. No, I didn't break it. It literally just turned off and stopped working. And now we're passing. You broke it. No, I didn't break it. And now, literally, we're passing around one mic this whole time. When this episode airs, I'd like to do an Instagram poll on who believes that I broke the microphone or Ryan. So, if you could all give your input. So. Are you going to open your beer? Well, I just feel stressed about this whole microphone situation. <laughs> well, maybe next time you should be more careful of people's things. <laughs> it wasn't me. I feel like she probably liquid damaged it, like everything else, like her phone. But she's saying no, so who knows? I know. Look at my phone. <laughs> That's really bad. Her phone is pretty messed up, if you, you guys could see it. You were supposed to give me a discount. I can get you a discount, but... You haven't hit me up. You only hit me up when it's podcast time. Yeah, because I don't like you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Ryan. Okay. You know, some of my friends said that, like, sometimes you're mean <laughs> to me. <laughs> really? Well, kind of. Well, tell them to personally DM me because <laughs> I'll tell them what's up. Stop. Where are you at, huh? Okay. Ryan wants to talk about love today. Why? Why? Uh, what's in the air for you? Why do you want to talk about love? I always love talking about love. You're sitting really close to me. <laughs> we have to. We're sharing one mic. What else are we supposed to do? <laughs> you can't sit across on the other couch and share one mic. Yeah, that's true. Wouldn't have happened if you didn't break it. But anyways, moving on. Define what love is to you and not family love. Or friendship love, like love for another partner. Okay, well, I think, first of all, there's a difference between being in love and love. So within love, I believe that you know, number one. I mean, people will be like, well, I've never felt it or this or that. I think that it's basically that person becomes your best friend and they're always on your mind and you would put your, you would put them in front of yourself. It's also a bit like an orgasm when you know you've had one. You know. You know what I mean? Is that how that works? Well, a lot of people are like, how do you know if you've ever been in love? When it happens, you know. But also, I think what you're tapping into is the concept of lust. So there's the being in love and then there's having like an extreme amount of love and respect for someone that I think a lot of people get confused with those emotions. And with my relationship it happening very quickly and very intensely right from the beginning, it could have happened to me where yeah. I turned around and I was like, oh, actually, this isn't love. This is lust. Thankfully, that's not the situation. I am very much in love and it just happened very quickly. But I think that happens with a lot of people. You can fall hard and fast and get those kind of emotions mixed up. And then a little while later, you realize that's not true in love. It's just an intense feeling of being passionate, I guess. So you've been in love before? Yes, I've been in love a few times. Can you talk about the first time that you fell in love? And how did you know? Oh, 
I mean, the first time I fell in love was probably with my high school boyfriend um, in grade 11 that I dated for almost two years. I mean, I... I definitely do think I'm in love and I would never I, I was in love then and I and I would never play that down but at the same time that was high school and I was a lot younger so I can't account to that as well and recognize that that you know I was still having to tell my parents where I was and when I would be home and yeah. you know if I missed school I'd have to have a note so those were very different days and a very different age yeah um but how did you know that you were in love with him I guess it's just just a feeling of just this constant passion, I'll say, towards someone that doesn't falter even in maybe like bad times or oh. through arguments through arguments, and your kind of un, unwavering desire to kind of always do right and sort something out and you just want to be with them through yeah. everything. I don't know. It's just this feeling where you're like, I, I feel way more strongly about you than I have about other I don't know I don't know I guess it's one of those things when you know you know that's the hard part though and I agree that you do know but then I've had people be like oh I'm not really sure I think I love them but I think when someone says they love that person it just means they care for them right you love a dog you love a friend (laughs) um but when you're in love that's different and I feel like like I said that person's your best friend and you would put them in front of you I don't know if that makes sense. Like you would you would put their needs and their desires and wanting them to be happy over your own happiness. And some people are going to say that's an unhealthy relationship. And maybe I'm wrong in the way I'm defining it. Like I'm open to hearing other opinions. But from my experience, like when I was in love, I was always thinking of that person. I would put their needs ahead of mine. And I just wanted what's best for them. And a lot of people would view it as, you know, the one person feeling that way about the other person and then that person feeling that way about that person so it's equal dynamic right but i think what you're also describing in a perfect world if both participants let's just say in the relationship that's their approach to wanting to do the best put that person before them if both people are behaving that way then you're basically describing a very healthy relationship when both people want to do the best be the best and constantly put their partner first if both people are doing that you're gonna have one healthy progressive relationship i also think that love is a little bit harder to define the older you get because you know with age comes experience and you know maybe somebody was had a really bad relationship maybe it was like maybe it was violent maybe there was infidelity and so their approach to being with someone new is not necessarily tainted, but it is affected from previous like relationships. Uh-huh. So there's just a lot of different factors. I mean, someone might hesitate a lot in their new relationship because of something that they went through and an old one. So I just think it's one of those things where, not to sound corny, but you think of them when you wake up and you think about them when you go to bed and throughout the day they're on your mind and you can't wait to see them and do like for me, because I'm a very social person, I think about all the things I want to do, the places I want to go, the food I want to eat, the restaurants I want to see. And I constantly picture doing those things with my boyfriend, of course, with my friends, with family, with groups, but he is always in that picture. Exactly. And I feel like also you think of stories throughout the day, at least from my experience, where random little stuff will happen and you want to share it with them. Like you're excited to like you're as things are happening, you're like, oh, I can't wait to tell this other person. Absolutely. Yeah. 
because that's that's your number one right and that's the most amazing thing about being in love is like there's obviously different types like the love that you have for your family or your parents or your siblings and then the love that you have for your friends but then there's like that person that you're in love with and you get to share all those same feelings of like respect and and honesty and passion and excitement while having the privilege of sharing intimacy as well and you know I think a lot of people shy away from the even concept of talking about intimacy because things are so R-rated now, like online. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with saying, like, I get to go home and, like, hug that person or be with that person. And, you know, that's why humans exist is through affection and procreating, right? So it's just, or everything, not even just humans. But, yeah, I just think being in love is such a privilege. And... um I don't know. I think a lot of people take it for granted or start to get too comfortable and maybe treat their significant other maybe poorly because of insecurities or whatever the situation is. But I think being in love is such an awesome part about being alive. Aww, that's so cute. See, Katie and I are so close right now because we have to share this microphone for today's episode. So we're like staring into each other's eyes as we talk about this. My scratched eye. My scratched eye. How did your eye get scratched? My dog, my dog just went, he's like one of those dogs that paws a lot, like always wants to kind of paw you. Yeah. And I got too close and he went right down the eye. Um, but that's okay because Ryan's like really close and kind of touching me and I have like an off the shoulder sweater. So that's kind of getting a little hot and heavy in here. <laughs> Maybe from your side. I thought this was just a friendship. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes. I guess I just lust for you, you know? Oh my gosh. I mean, you're only human. Okay. So here's another thing that we can tap into. So you said you were in love. What was the process like of not falling out of love, but recognizing that that part of your life, that person is over. How do you deal with falling out of love? Because there's two like big ways, in my opinion, there's being broken up with because that person is, well, well, there's a million reasons why couples break up, but let's just say that other person doesn't love their partner anymore. Or there's the self-actualization where you're like, I don't love that person anymore. I still have a lot of love for you. Mm -hmm. I'll always love you, want the best for you, respect you, cherish our memories, la, 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 la. But I no longer feel like I am in love with you. That's a hard thing. I honestly, because of experience, think that that's almost harder than being broken up with. Why? Because I've been through it where you love someone so much at one point in your life and because you feel that way about someone they feel the same way it's just it's an awesome it's an awesome thing being in a really loving relationship that doesn't mean there aren't hard times or times with turmoil but when you all of a sudden start realizing like oh my god my feelings are changing it's a really crappy for lack of better terms feeling because you're like at one one point in my life like you were everything and now I like I don't feel the same anymore and I can tell it's not gonna go back it's it's a it's a scary feeling I remember when I was going through that and I was like this is this is scary I don't know how to I don't know how to feel this way because I've only ever felt this way about this person and now I'm like I see him more as a friend wow and I know no matter what he says if I'm brutally honest about it with him like it's not gonna change it's a horrible feeling let us know when you're listening to this 
if you have ever been through this and what your opinion is on it. Do you think it's harder to be broken up with or to break up with someone that you had a lot of love for? Not that you were casually dating or whatever, you know? Well, before we jump into me I and your question, I, I want to jump more into that. When you were starting to feel that way. So I'm guessing you started to realize that you aren't as into this person anymore. And you know that you're going to have to talk to them about it. Did Was it something that was kind of slow burning and you started to realize that you weren't, you weren't feeling in love with them anymore or is it something where it just hits you one day and you just know this person isn't for me? Well, personally from experience, a big red flag, I guess I could say, where I realized that my feelings were changing was like as we were discussing before, you want to do for the most part, like I'm a girl, so I like girls, girl time and stuff like that. But for the most part, you want to do the majority of your things with your person and when I started not wanting to do that and I was excited. What do you mean by that? Like you stopped doing what? Like let's say, let's say for example, they're like in the begin, like before those feelings started arising where I was, you know, kind of backing, backing off, you know, let's say I was going out one night and he didn't want to join. I would be bummed. I would probably try to convince him like, oh, come on, come on, please. Well, when you're uh, almost excited that he's not joining or not even excited you're just like oh okay all right well have a good night that is for me because I like to go out and I'm social that for me is a red flag it's like you don't you're not a little bit disappointed your boyfriend's not coming you're like almost a little bit happy and then yeah like uh if I wasn't able to see him for a few days it wasn't bothering me and just things like that and then of course there's like the whole intimacy and and affection side where you're like I don't want to do those things anymore or I don't really want to like kiss and cuddle anymore or to each their own. Those for me, it's like, wow, that's not how I felt before and now I do and I don't think that you can necessarily get that back. Like in marriages, I've obviously never been married, but in marriages with like kids or no kids, when you've been together for a long time, obviously relationships are going to have ups and downs. Intimacy might fluctuate. But when you're like 19 and you've been together for like seven or eight months and you no longer really want to kiss that person, like, is that really going to change? You know, so I don't know. For me, it's just always a red flag when I'm okay with not being around them. All right, Katie. So it's that time of the episode again. Yeah, everybody should follow my Twitter because I'm starting to tweet a lot more. You are starting to tweet, but your tweets are still very, like, all over the place. The other day you tweeted, keep watching. Like, what was that about? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you after. Oh. Uh, oh, so some of these are cryptic tweets. Yeah. Isn't that what Twitter's about? Crypt- crypticness? <laughs> so, um, first of all, I'd just like to thank everyone for subscribing because our numbers went up. It was at, like, 50% subscribe. Since we started talking about it and reminding people to subscribe, it's like past 70%. I know. I think it's because they don't want me to beat them up. Oh, 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 whoa. Okay. That's a bit much. No, seriously. To anyone that's saw, uh, we have a few, like, dedicated listeners. It's so cool. Like, shout out to you, Devin, because I know you're listening to this. Like, you rock my socks, sis. Thank you. I love you. I have some shout outs, too, since we're going to do that. Rachel, Kat, Riley, Spencer, Elliot, Connor, if you're listening, some listeners that uh, that seem to love our podcast. Will you open your freaking beer? 
<laughs> hey, we're doing the social media pub. We can't All focus right. on the beer right now. All right, so my Instagram is KTEE Jones, and my Twitter is 01Katie Jones. Follow me. And our Twitter is at Is This Adulthood? I leaned in to Katie for her to join me in saying that, but she didn't. That's okay. And my Instagram is at Ryan Durge, and my Twitter is at Ryan Durge, and our podcast Twitter is at ITA underscore podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, why are you laughing at that? Because, <laughs> like, it doesn't get tweeted on. <laughs> but thank you for, like, the 14 followers that are that are following. I don't even know if I'm following. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. No, I, pro- I probably am not, actually. <laughs> wow. Anyways, don't forget to subscribe. Love you guys. So, talking about love. You asked me a question about how do you know, you know, as you started falling in love and then you started falling out of love and what my experience is with that. Well, the guys that I've been in love with, actually, they didn't love me back. So it was what's called unrequited love where it was just. Hold on. Is this you're in love with them or is this lust like an extreme amount of love for them or are you in love? So I've thought about that a lot. I would say that it was in love. Now, who knows? Because maybe one day when I have. When I have feelings and I'm in love with someone and they love me back and have those same feelings back, maybe I'll realize, hey, you know what? Those two guys were just lust. But looking back, it was more than lust. It was an emotional connection. It's like what we've been talking about where you want to put their interests almost ahead of yours and you care so much about them and you want to be there for them. And if they're having an off day, you're having an off day. And again, maybe people would look at this and be like, Ryan, that sounds like an unhealthy relationship. But from my experience, that's when I felt love. And, you know, the first guy I worked with full time every every week, 40 hours a week for three summers. And the first summer, I didn't even know I was gay. And I like fell in love with this guy. And, you know, he definitely had his moments where he was saying certain things that I felt were leaning towards him, you know, maybe being into me. He was straight. So um, maybe he just wanted attention. But for me, I was still figuring out my sexuality. And so when it was like that, I just remember falling in love with him. And that's how I knew I was gay because I was like, okay, this is more than just like a fantasy or like a sexual kind of feeling. This is like romantically involved. Like get you get excited when they text you or you're thinking about when when should we text or I can't wait to see them or you know that moment when you look in someone's eyes and <laughs> Katie just got real close to me. Oh, I love your big, beautiful blue eyes. Thank you. I love you your eyes really too. Cute kids. Yeah. Yeah, we would with the blue eyes. Oh, us. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like I'll have really cute kids. No, no. <laughs> like us. Like you, like you and I would have cute kids. Oh, well, I mean, we're very close on the couch right now. And now you're talking about having babies. I think I need to move over. <laughs> well, we you can't because you broke my mic. <laughs> I didn't break it, guys. So, you know, when you look into someone's eyes and the world stops, I had those moments all the time with this guy and I just remember feeling really emotionally attached to him and I do think it was being in love. The next guy was in university. Wait, wait, wait. we're not done with this guy. So you oh. you worked with him for 3 summers and then what like did every summer get a little hot and heavier? It actually got a little bit less hot and heavy because I came out after that first summer and I later told him that he helped me basically come out because I w- was really into him. Can't remember if I told him I was in love with him or not, but um, I, I told him that what he used to say via text and in person made me feel like maybe it was a mutual flirtatious thing. And, um, 
I later told him that, you know, part of me coming out was because I had such strong feelings towards him. So he knew. And I think the other summers he kind of calmed it down because, you know, it wasn't it wasn't reciprocated. What did he say when you told him that? He was supportive. Like he was like, oh, that's great that you came out. And when I kind of told him more about how I I felt like he had similar feelings by how he was acting, what he was saying, he told me that he was just joking around. Okay, that's a that's a tough one because I think like people are very instinctual, right? And I think that we can tell for a lot of the time what's really going on. So maybe that's how we genuinely felt, but maybe there's a little bit of closet going on there. I don't know, but that's a hard one. Well, I'm sure he's happy now. I think he has a girlfriend and um, all the best to him. And, you know, without him, who knows when I would have come out. It probably would have happened eventually. But that really helped me realize that this is more than just like a sexual fantasy fetish kind of thing. Um, this is real emotions and feelings. And that's how I knew that I was gay. So I'm thankful for him. I'm thankful for the experience. As much as it didn't work out my way, that was a chapter in my life that helped me um, start a whole new chapter of my life, really. Well said. So shout out to you, summer camp boy. Summer yeah. camp. No, it wasn't summer camp. Oh. We worked together during the summers. Oh, I thought I just assumed this was at summer camp. So yeah, then the, the other guy was in university and he wasn't out. And um, I fell in love with him. Like we just had some really good chats and I wanted the best for him. I still want the best for him. I was ready to help him to come out to his family and and I was ready to be supportive of him. And even when things didn't work out, I would still think about him. And actually, I'd message him sometimes and be like, I feel like something's off. Are you okay? Yeah. And check in with him because I knew that it was a dark period. And later, because we still stay in touch once in a while, we've, we've both said that he's even told me recently that he wants, he just wants me to be happy in life and i've said the same to him throughout the years and he apologized because that time when we were seeing each other was a dark time in his life when he was still figuring out his sexuality and um yeah i was totally in love with him and sometimes i feel like i am still in love with him and maybe he's gonna listen if he listens to this and uh think that i'm crazy but i'm sure eventually i'll move on and have someone that loves me back because it's not healthy it's not healthy and i've i've told him that how like it's hard for me to stay in touch with them because I'm still in love with him and it's unrequited. And he agrees that that's not the healthiest of situations because he just sees me as a friend. And that's tough because, you know, it really was that situation where I just, I wanted what was best for him and I still want what's best for him. And you just know, you just have that spark and you have that feeling. Maybe on his side, it was more lust, but on my side, it felt more, more than that. And you know what? I am to each their own and everybody has their own situations and thoughts and feelings and you know we we think things in our minds but when you do meet that person Ryan that you are crazy crazy about and get excited about planning a future and the everyday and even get excited about the fights because you know you'll get through them when that person comes into your life and they feel the same way it's an amazing feeling so if you have felt love with these people before that's great and I won't I won't say that that is probably just lust because it wasn't reciprocal. But when there are two people that feel so crazy about each other, that is a feeling I can't wait for you to experience and call me and be like, I met him. I met him. His name is Romeo and I love him. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> it's it's such a wonderful feeling. Like, and with the whole fights aspect, like I don't enjoy fighting, of course, but even like with my person right now, it's like I know that no matter like what crap goes on, or if I'm being a drama queen or he's being a little bit of a you know snooty snoot, like. Those are still our fights and we're going to get through them and get stronger because of them. And it's just an amazing experience for growth when you have someone to share that stuff with. So shout out to the guy that helped you realize your sexuality and give you the bravery to come out to your family, your friends and to yourself and um, to that other person that allowed you to kind of open your heart and make you feel things that you hadn't necessarily felt before to that intensity. But like, the best is yet to come, I promise you. Oh, I love that. That's so nice. See, I'm not evil all the time, listeners. No, just like 98% of the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question for you, because um, you've had multiple relationships probably that you would define as you were in love with them, right? Yes, three. Three relationships where you're... Does that include this current one? Yes, Okay, so you've had three relationships. You talked about the one high school guy. I'm guessing the next guy was after that. Yes. Katie, my question to you is, do you think that it's okay for someone to still think about someone that they were in love with when they're currently in love with someone new? Um, yes and no. I think that that is a question that comes with a lot of different answers. And you, I want to be respectful and tasteful with this. If... You shared some amazing years or sometimes there's even passionate love that goes on for a few months, but whatever. If you share some incredible memories with somebody, you shouldn't feel guilty that you haven't completely wiped them from your your memory or yeah. your feelings or your heart. I mean, because we're human. Experiences make up a lifetime, right? That's, that's what being alive is all about is a series of events people that come in and out of your lives, jobs you have. It's just that's what life is about is through experience. So to pretend that you don't sometimes think about somebody that you shared a significant amount of time with, then I I don't know. But if you're having romantic desires, uh, longing wishes for an ex while you're with someone else, then I think that that should probably be addressed within yourself. And if it continues, then maybe being honest with that person, because then there's something there's something more going on there. You're still wanting to be with that person or you're still having like maybe even dreams or whatever the scenario is. So that I think is different. But do I not think about people that were in my life that were a defining person in my life? No, because I don't think that that's rational. I think that we're people with beating hearts and thinking minds. So you do think of them? I think you, I think everybody is going to think of people in their past to a certain extent. It's how much and what about. Yeah. If you're like, you know, I miss kind of those laughs and I hope they're doing amazing. And uh, hopefully one day we'll be able to like have a beer yeah. and catch up. That's one thing. But yeah. if you're like, I miss that person on a different, you know, yeah. that's different. Um, I don't feel that way about about like a romantic missing for any of my exes because that is my past and I am extremely happy but I'm not going to pretend that I'm a robot that doesn't remember some amazing times and some amazing people that I shared my life with so I guess my advice to anyone that's listening is don't feel guilty 
for remembering people that affected and touched you so so deeply because like that's a part of life we don't erase everything that we're no longer like you know I'm no longer in grade seven but I remember some fun times in grade seven might be a stupid analogy but you're not a bad person for remembering some good times you shared with someone else but if it's starting to cross some lines where you wouldn't want to share how you're feeling with the person you're with now then that might need to be addressed addressed with the person that you're currently with maybe what i would do personally is maybe try to figure it out on my own first like okay i'm thinking these things why Mm -hmm. how often and what am i thinking and if i or or you or anyone is like okay i'm actually having romantic thoughts about my ex consistently and especially Especially, this is like the worst if you're thinking of them when you're with your new person. Oh. Could you imagine if you're sitting beside your new boyfriend or girlfriend and you're thinking of your other one? Then, if you could figure out the feelings you're having, then maybe it's time to... It's time to make a game plan and be honest with the person that that you're with. But if you're just like sometimes like, oh... So, like you drive by something and you're like, oh, I remember that place. Like yeah. we had a lot of laughs there. Like that's normal. Like we're human. So don't kick yourself for remembering what your life has been about. I love that. That's well said. Just to wrap things up, I want to ask you one final question. And I'll give my opinion on this too. Do you think that there is the one out there for you? Or do you think there's multiple the ones? Or do you not even think that there is the one perfect person out there for everyone? There's multiple ones. Because we're always changing, always growing people. And the experiences you have when you're 20 are very different to when you're 40. And, you know, I think there's multiple ones. I think there are some people that have soulmates. But I know that the people I've been with in the past were the perfect people for me to be with at that time in my life. And now they're not. So I think there's multiple ones. People that can be an amazing asset to who you are and what you need and you can you know vice versa to them but I think there's many amazing people that you have the opportunity to meet and love and grow with and um don't have your walls up too high allow those people to come in and let them go when it's time to let them go I I agree and I think that there are multiple the ones and there's multiple the ones in different places around the world and I think that sometimes other factors get involved and that's why that person doesn't become your one, your soulmate, your forever person because of the other factors that come into play. But if other things may have happened differently, maybe it would have been your soulmate. You would have been with them forever. I think that there are multiple the ones out there, multiple soulmates and sometimes external factors just just play into it and it doesn't work out but maybe you're going to meet someone else who's who's also the one and time will be in your favor and things will work out and and you'll live happily ever after i do think that that's possible everyone open your heart to love be vulnerable be accepting and uh have a kick-ass time because being in love rocks my socks do you think that you have to get married when you're in love oh god no I mean, I want to get married with no shoes on and flowers in my hair. So to, yes. e- to each their own, you don't have to be married. Just be awesome to the person that you're with. And they'll be awesome back, hopefully. And you'll have an awesome life. I love that. Just overall awesomeness. And yeah, that's what we want to do. We want to inspire you. Uh, share your stories with us. Uh, DM us on Instagram. That's what we check most. Maybe not the Twitter as much. <laughs> 
and let us know your stories as well perhaps we'll share them on a future episode and um you know any thoughts that you have on our discussion of love if you've been in love if you haven't been in love what it's felt like what you haven't felt before we would love to get your input uh remember to subscribe on apple podcasts as well as follow us on spotify you can also listen at isthisadulthood.podbean.com if you don't have either of those things i've met some people that don't want to use either of those apps so you can download the podbean app or listen online at isthisadulthood.podbean p-o-d-b-e-a-n.com awesome bye guys bye